God. I'm going to do that when we get in Discord. I thought about that today when I was at lunch. When we go to play games, I'm going to make a, a pre-recorded like uh, AI voice notice that says, Bo has just joined the Discord. You have five minutes to figure your audio shit out. <laughs> you can do that. So when you sign in, it says that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I would figure it out though, for sure. I would figure it out for sure. Come on, Jamie. That was kind of funny. Yeah. He's playing Valheim. He's too what? Busy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no we're kidding. not doing no. no, 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 no. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was on uh, 15 minutes ago, I think. Actually, I'll be able to tell you here very shortly. So you better log out before I <laughs> look on Steam here. Oh, because the server's through Yeah, he's here, out. So yeah, you he's out. <laughs> You're he's on out. watch, brother. Uh, uh, the Matrix is always Boy watching. Game. Huh? Your voice sounds so low. I don't know what that means. Quiet. Uh, no, get real quiet. close to the mic. Is that better? Yep. No. Is it, do the it, mouth do it the how you usually in do my it. mouth. Huh? <laughs> what are we talking about? I said the mic is in my mouth. So there you go. Now, no. See, something just not, changed from right now yeah. from before. You just changed. Uh-huh. Hold up. The lies stopped. <laughs> Eight seconds okay. ago. Oh, oh, man, this up. is going to be rough. It's not going to be bad. That's what she said. <laughs> it is not going to be bad at all. Although I was, uh, when I was pulling my notes up here, I'm like, Ooh, man, I was in such a, a weekly cadence of just getting everything going that I realized yes. I was always only usually 10 minutes late, maybe 15. And this time I'm AJ time, a half an hour late. Your mic is so low. Calm down. I'm working on it. Is that better? Yes, I think. He AJ, said, I think. I think it is. He said, I think. Can you hear him okay, AJ? Uh, talk again, Jamie. What do you want me to say, asshole? God, you, <laughs> sound, you do sound quiet compared to Bo, so. But his interface test, is, is test, different test, than it used to be. Test, test, Okay, that's right good. That's good. That's okay. clipped. Clipped. Where else? Hold on now. <laughs> yeah, that's I got to not clip because I'm not allowed to laugh. Test. Hey, you can laugh. You just How's gotta laugh that? way How's far that? away from the mic. <laughs> Is that better? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. I can hear you. Just okay. gotta stay, stay with it. Stay right. It's turned there. up three fourths of the way. Perfect. Perfect. What's this output button do? The output, if you have monitors plugged in, uh, which I don't think you do. Do you? I mean, like speakers? Yeah. I do, but they're plugged into the computer. Uh, we got to get you. Into this. That'd you know, cool. I, I will send you something that I know you will buy immediately oh, hey, um, when you see it. And mm -hmm. I, all I have to do is just make sure it's white. As long as they're white, then <laughs> you'll buy it. <laughs> but you'll thank me afterwards because they're going to sound great. I don't even know what you're talking about. Did I ever show you my studio monitors that I have in the... I just bought Bose speakers for 70 bucks, so I think I'm good. Oh, I... <laughs> 
my friend, you'll be sending <laughs> they, them back here shoot, shortly. Contact your purpose. sales guy down at the micro center and they give him this little sticker back. <laughs> but they are white, so there is a bad problem. Yeah, give him this sticker back. Give him this little sticker price match. match. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, I think... Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, does everybody need to take a, a deep breath? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be a bad idea to do like a pregame meditation kind of thing. We could have done that at your Skywars show last year. And then maybe, maybe just maybe that little extra bit of patience, Chris would have been saved from the wrath of one click. Oh my God. Was it one click or two? <laughs> I can't remember. Wow. <laughs> Did you guys clean your wife's tables off yet or what? My what? Oh, oh, we're talking about you right Shut now. Up. We're talking about you. Wow. Shut up. I know. Oh, God. Okay, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been what two not and a hoodie welcome to the rhythm pyro podcast where Rosie, aj and jamie ignite your passion for pyro musical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid What's crazy is the, uh, uh, ah, what was I going to say? You were talking about, no. Yeah. So I figured if I just keep talking right up until the music starts, then I just don't give you a chance to rebuke and then I can cut it off and post. But I think you got that one in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you can mute it. Oh my God. Love you, uh, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> we all love you, Katie. <laughs> I don't want to talk too loud because she and I think the cats are out, which is good. Not that she's out, but she keeps the cats calm. When she falls asleep, the cats all fall asleep with her, and then it's not so bad in here. And I think we're about to have a calm before the storm. Are you? Mine have been out for two hours and they're just laying here waiting to bounce. Mm. Mm, they're going to wait until you start farming the carrots at our farm. No, they're going to wait until the middle of the podcast. And they're going to run across the, they're going to run across the desk, type on the keyboard, knock the monitor off, and who knows what else. No, uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> Speakers. Yeah, baby. Okay, that's good. It works. What was that? Just wait. That was your voice inside your head. Maybe it's not going to do it. There it goes. That would have been a lot funnier if it happened when Jamie said the cats were going to go nuts. <laughs> what the hell? But alas, day late and a dollar short. <laughs> Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro podcast. I'm Bo. That's AJ. Hola. And that's Jamie. What's up? And we are hobbyists and semi-professional pyro show designers. We're big fans of the modern pyro musical. This podcast is a place where we can get together, talk shop, fireworks, art, and tear. I'm never going to get that part. 
and share tips, tricks, news, and insights with you. I added that right before, um, I reworded that last little bit right before the, uh, the Friendsgiving episode, the ladies night. Yeah, and I noticed that a little bit. It's <laughs> tripped me up. It tripped me up two or three times uh, since, including when I wrote it. Because when I write something that I script, I always practice it. And I screw it up. And instead of going back and trying to do it again, I'm like, I'm good. I got this. Okay, just a few words. No difference. Right. right. It's just like eight <laughs> commas and a bunch of the word hands. Uh-huh. And just other, wing it. That's right. Just wing it. Just wing it. What's up, guys? It's been a minute. I At know. least for everybody else, it's been a minute. Yes. <laughs> this is true. I feel like we've talked quite a bit in over the last month. Now, has it been nice for you guys having a chance to breathe? A little downtime? Yeah. Yeah, especially because, you know, it's around the holidays and there's a lot of stuff going on around here, so... Yeah. It's nice not to have to think about, okay, someday this week we have to plan this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure it's a lot more for you. (laughs) You're like, yeah. "Yeah." But it's it's Wednesday and we we don't even have a topic yet. (laughs) We (laughs) doing this or what? Because it's Thursday, Bo's not sleeping all night. (laughs) (laughs) Must be up at five to push button. Uh, Yeah. Thank God. He for tells this. Katie to push the button when she gets yeah, up. Yeah, do me a favor. When you leave, uh, follow this itemized list of about 18 bullet points to publish the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> How you feeling, AJ? Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Jamie, you're just fine. Um, you know, who else could tend to the Valheim farm like you? Actually, what who is, else could tend to the Valheim mean? homestead like you? The answer is no one. I'm the Valheim mom. <laughs> Uh, yeah for those of you that don't know valheim's a stellar game that uh, jamie and i play daily that's kind of been our fireworks that's right with fireworks with the last month it's basically like you know it's kind of like finale 3 the only dumbed down it's like minecraft and finale (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you know people are gonna go out and look for it now and they're gonna go i I just don't see it i don't (laughs) i don't see the fireworks in here at all (laughs) i just don't see it at all where are the racks (laughs) those guys are liars (laughs) um mike he was out of the hospital and i i think the most recent update is um Mike Allen is is back in the hospital. So Mikey, we love you, buddy. And we've been constantly praying for you over the last month. I mean, you have such a support network behind you. We love you, man. And you know, please get well soon. Take care of yourself. And don't worry about hobbies, fireworks. This is nothing in the grand scheme of of real life. So we love you, man. Yep. Get better soon, brother. Yep. I need that uh, I need that witty Mike Allen in my in my life. I need that guy that no matter um, what's going on with the show. I mean, it could be, you know, like all of the positive things could be there or all the negative things could be there. And it doesn't matter because just looking at the guy is calming. You know, he's, he's always just so easygoing about everything when it comes to pyro and we wish you the best, man. It's, it's absolutely heartbreaking what you've had to endure and go through. Um, But we're here for you. And there's so many, other people and uh, friends in the community that are rooting you on and praying for you, man. 
Jamie, how have you been? Been enjoying the time off? I have. Just getting organized and ready to figure out the next show. Yeah. That's a pretty good segue. Thank you. <laughs> into today's topic. <laughs> you know, obviously, being hobbyist pyros, a lot of us kind of tackle the next show differently. But what inspires you to get you going at the beginning of a year? You know, when some guys will start trying to find their inspiration for the next show right after the show ends. And, you know, it's different for everybody. And that's always been uh, something that's a curiosity to me. So what inspires you guys? You know, what's, uh, is there any one thing in particular? It's kind of crazy where inspiration can originate and where it can come from. So it's always cool to hear different ways to approach any one given situation related to fireworks because you really truly never know what's going to create the spark that's going to push you through to do something really cool on the next show. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. See, that's different for me. I are different, like you said, for everybody. But for me, like starting everything off to find that, I mean, we talk about all the time. It's obviously music, but it's a lot more like feeling. It's how you're feeling that year or how I'm feeling at that moment. That really gets me like excited to do something with that. Yeah. I don't know how to, how I'm trying to think of the words to describe what I'm trying to say there. I completely get it. You and I have known each other for a lot of years now. And like one thing that I've always, you know, I res- like just had a deep respect for you in regard to is your ability to, um, you'll approach a situation, you know, methodically almost to a point where the thought of approaching something early, often, and then moving it along and then always progressing and getting stuff done. I mean, I look at that and I see you getting inspired by the thought of the process, you know, the thought of the process that, that accompanies designing shows and getting shows off of the ground. I mean, is that, have yeah, I just, that's, I'm, no, yeah, yeah that's true. That I mean, just, to just to know that like, you know, it's the excitement, you know, you know that like you had your time off right now, a little downtime, but you're excited to go, Oh man, I can't wait till my hands are stained orange with clay. And I get some of that powder <laughs> on me. <laughs> Mm, you know, they, it gets exciting. You know that it's coming up, but I mean, there's so many aspects that, that really push you along, but that's, that's the big one to know that you're about to start back into your, your fun hobby, but at the same time, very stressful and uh, <laughs> chaotic time. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, is there anything about, is there anything on, I, I guess the technical side of fireworks that, you know, don't necessarily, I mean, everything obviously involves the show, but is there anything on the thought of the process in general, you know, that gets, that gets you excited? On the technical side? Yeah. No, that's a stressful side for me. <laughs> uh, so no, both. There's nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but you enjoy it though. Like what we were talking about earlier, 
for your other show? Like the technical that that's going to be? That's more the engineering. That's so technical. Enjoy. <laughs> it's technical yeah, engineering. I, technically. <laughs> technically. That's true. I mean, like the thought, of the, the thought of the creativity behind what you do with your four by eights. I mean, that I look at that and I get like, it just exhausts me to no end. But doing all of the things that we do together. I mean, for the past month, we have been just immersed in a video game and seeing how into the, like the thought of, you know, progressing through the different tasks and just making things as perfect and as efficient as possible. You'll spin your wheels on it, but I can tell it's something that, you know, inspires you to take the next step and kind of go further with it. Yeah. I mean, all three of us have that, you know, we like, doing something and accomplishing and at the end, you know, be able to look at it and go, Hey, look what I did. That accomplishment you're feeling of yeah, it, yep. doing what you're doing. And for correction, you guys have been playing. I've been watching you guys play and I yell at my kids all the time for watching other people play video games. But yet, <laughs> I've been watching my two friends play the video game, but you know, get to talk to you guys all the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the technical part, yeah, that is very stressful for me. Um, and that's not my motivator at all. That is my deterrent to not even get started because it just overwhelms me. Some of the things, and I'm talking more on the computer side, you know, the technical stuff, the engineering part, designing, creating, laying it out, that actually motivates me. So, you know, just, you know, my whole computer setup, I've been scripting on a laptop and it's been driving me totally mad for the last three years. So this year I'll finally have a desktop and I got it set up and that's what I've been working on, getting my, my monitors set up where I can have a nice workspace because once I do start the creativity part of it, it motivates me to keep going. Just like you're talking about in the game, I start doing something like, oh, that's cool. And then it just blossoms from there. So having that baseline, just beginning the creativity, getting things prepared, set up, um, organized, gets me motivated to get started on it. Um, the overwhelming part, that just uh, stresses me out and makes me not even want to think about it. So I try to avoid that till I'm halfway into it and, mo- and committed. In a way, did deciding to make the plunge into kind of getting like that gear. I mean, was that, like, was, was that motivating at all for you in the respect or regard? Let's like, Hey, you know, I have this stuff now and I feel like I have a dedicated workspace, you know, was any part of that? Like, oh yeah, I can't wait to fire up finale and see what it looks like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. guys. That rabbit hole led down to, oh, I could do this. Oh, if I had this set up that way. And then, you know, people post. <laughs> just like it. fireworks, right? What's one more? What's one more? One more 33 goals. Day of the show. Ball. You know that wheel? I bet we could fit at least 50 single shots on the side of that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> people waiting for small time, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We got 200 matches left over. It's usually <laughs> <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> Give me a nine ball. Like- <laughs> hold my beer. Give me my headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> hold my beer. Where's that headlamp? Uh, 
What about you? Yeah. What encourages or what encourages <laughs> what motivates you at the beginning of the year? Uh, it's usually the creative stuff. Yeah, it's usually the creative stuff. Being best friends with you two always has done nothing but good things for proficiency in the process oriented type stuff that go along with pyro musicals, but um the creative aspect of fireworks. And I'm not just saying that from a, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to jump into doing a fireworks design because to be quite honest, like that to me, isn't necessarily the catalyst for creativity. For me, it's almost always, you know, sitting down and, and the last two months have been, I've been so immersed in really two things outside of the day job. One, the obviously the LLC stuff, but two, like the biggest creative things are writing music and then mixing mastering. Yeah. I I don't know if it's the I, I don't necessarily know if it's the the technical side of that because there's there's not too many points of the year where I feel like I can kind of sit down and have that that dedicated or allocated time frame for like really being creative when it comes to music. I mean, it's, it's usually in the winter months after the season has come to an end at the end of any one given season where I don't feel like the weight is lifted. I just feel like I can kind of shift those creative juices to, to the music. And, you know, when I sit down and I create the music or I, I do things in that world, that's what really kind of, kind of sparks it. I don't want to sound cliche because it's a piece of music can be insanely inspiring. You know, all it takes is a good piece of music to completely change the way that you, you know, you view your fireworks. Um, But it's almost never just the thought of, you know, I can't wait to sit down and script to this. Usually when I sit down and do the scripting part of it, like that's the transitional period from the truly creative aspects of writing the music through to, okay, now it's onto scripting where it's like a, a right hand, left hand kind of thing, you know, where you got, um, you know, the right hand is, is doing, I can't remember which side of the brain is a creative one and which side's the technical one, but you know, <laughs> scripting is always kind of like a, it is a dual process, right? Because for all of the creative things that you're doing inside of a script, I mean, think of all of the technical things that you have to do that are just process oriented, you know, um, creating simulations, for example, like that to me is just the <laughs> f- pit. Oh, Man, okay. I, I was going to say, if you like yeah. that, I got a whole list for you, brother. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I hate it. That is dread. Yeah, I hate it because it, it pulls you, it pulls you away from the creative aspects of what you want to do. But at the same time, it's so hard to, look at a design and to try to create a site picture in software, in Finale, for example, and then know that's not the product that you're going to use and that you know that it's a placeholder or your SIM is going to change because, you know, we're like, I, I think we're all big proponents of understanding and having a solid visual representation of what it is that you're scripting. Yeah, and leaving that one little piece in there, you you can't go on past that point. I'm, I get like it that. drives like, you nuts, doesn't it? Yeah, you're like, I have to make this effect. I can't do anything more because this one effect could dictate the exact next step. I do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the most annoying thing ever. And then you spend four or five hours. You're like, oh, 
You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, I would imagine that that's what it's like for a blind person reading Braille when their <laughs> little brother takes the hairbrush and just starts whacking it on the book pages. You know, it's, it's like because that's probably what it feels like every oh, wow. single time. Maybe not as bad, I guess. But, you know, maybe. Uh, Goes like, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. What? <laughs> you know what you said made me think about something the way you said it too. The like different processes that go along with it. Like you where you said music is kind of where I said we start off anyways. But it's that enjoyment, I guess, of which is kind of more stressful to listening to tons of songs, but I enjoy listening to music. So you, that's that starting point, but finding that one point and being able to do something with that song, that's where that whole process starts. Scripting, like you said, is not so much like exactly a lot of fun. Like it's yeah. not like the yeah. highlight part of it. It's the, once I'm done, I enjoy the, you know, setting up, the logistics of setting up the racks, getting, making sure everything's counted for, you know, making sure there's only 36 shots on this rack or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it's going to be, uh, allocating equipment to stuff. Like I enjoy that kind of part of stuff. Like that really is fun to me. Yeah. So, and then it's the work, all the prep work. That's the part I love the most. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even in the, even in the act, like, like it doesn't take much to, to get inspired by something that you come up with in software, right? I mean, you could start and go into it and just be hella inspired by the music, right? Just you're, you're totally feeling the music. You, you totally got a groove going on, um, you know, and that could be a double-edged sword too, because how many times, you know, have you committed to a piece of music and then all of a sudden you go into software and you start designing to it and then you're like, well, this ain't going to work. Um, and then <laughs> I don't like the rest of the music that I have on my list. Um, yeah. I think it's sometimes when you're listening to that music, you picture something and then you go to do it and you're like, well, I can't do that in 200 feet. So on to the next <laughs> one. Cause you get stuck on that idea sometimes. Like you, you listen to that song and you, you visualize something and you're like, okay. Then you go to try it and it's just like, yeah, I'm a hundred feet short to do something like this. Yeah. So I can't get over that section in my head to, tr to do something different. So I think that's kind of what turns me off sometimes on that. Yeah. Do you ever have like, um, not just spatial constraints, but did, I guess kind of compounding on what you're saying there, do you ever run into instances where, you know, you think you have something pegged in design and then you'll go out into the real world and you have new cases or new shipments of stuff. It comes in, you shoot it. And then all of a sudden, like, there's just, there's just no way it's going to look the same. Uh, a lot of times I'll have multiple products in line. Um, you know, a lot of times yeah, you're good at that. <laughs> no, that that's seriously something you're good at because I, I get stuck on a product. So it's cool <laughs> that you do that to yourself. You give yourself I've options got prior. Options. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of times I'll have different products in line. I'll do a test and be like, I don't like that. And then I'll test a different, like, that's better. Now I might have to change my color scheme, which drives me nuts when I do that. But, um, you're right. I mean, you got to change your positioning and it just, it doesn't look the way you wanted or thought it would. Um, 
I've had to change my my scripts or my design because of something like that. You know, my four by eight is one of the biz- biggest examples. It's hard to do some of the ideals that come in my head, and I'm like, uh, I got four feet. <laughs> but but uh, uh, I usually have alternate solutions to, and then go. I go down the rabbit hole of, you know, hey Marcus, what do you got? Hey, what do you got? Hey, 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 uh, How can I put that? Do you know where I get one of these? Hey, hey, what do you got? Oh, but that's what I do. It's a see what you were saying though about like a lot of the stuff that I shoot. Most of it's not fresh. Like it's all stuff that I've already tested and have. Yeah, and I don't. I don't really shoot too many things that haven't been tested already. Usually if I'm going to shoot it, I'll test it. There's only been two instances, excuse me, where I had to get cases of stuff I didn't test. Ah, so interesting. So does it cause you any... Well, one of, well actually one of them you could see in uh, last year's show at Skywars. The tails weren't as prominent as the batches before. So the effect dissipated so quickly that you didn't actually see it. It just kind of yeah, looked like... Yeah like short comets going off. <laughs> so the yeah. shape was there for about a second, <laughs> half a second. And then it just like wonkied out. I'm like, oh, okay, that was great. Uh, you shouldn't, you should have gotten some Rikasa stuff, man. <laughs> wow. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Um, wow. wow. I, so, well, I mean, that's like, you're onto something. I have a, another follow-up question in that regard then. So it probably causes you, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say it causes you anxiety if you, well, maybe it does. Does it cause you anxiety when you're in that situation, when you were designing that particular product into Skywars, knowing that you hadn't had a recent batch to test? I mean, what, what does that do to your creative juices? I mean, does it, does it kind of get you like, you know, uh, On the two uh, instances, excuse me, two instances it's happened. It's never been like where I didn't, I didn't, never had the opportunity to test before, but that's only because it was like I had to get it that day to shoot it that day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, a little bit, I guess. Because everything, like we always talk about, you know, Jamie says the same thing. It's batch to batch. So you never know what's what. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what happened, Jamie. Maybe he found out that it was a different product batch right before we put the wheels up. What does that mean? That explains it. <laughs> See, Chris, it's not so about? bad. It wasn't just you. <laughs> it wasn't what? just you, Chris, and your ability to ratchet those ratchet straps like a man. What does that have to do? So <laughs> oh man, you're not one following click. what I'm putting down. One, one click, not two. One, one click, two. not two clicks, man. <laughs> oh my god! Like I said, it was paranoid. <laughs> All I saw was the the tower just we, collapsing. <laughs> no, you said one click. We got it. <laughs> I'd like, to see one of those, so. I'd like to see one of those suckers <laughs> catapult, you know, just like try and get the most elastic steel ever. There's like someone saying, back up, keep coming. All right. Who put the bolt in that wheel? And someone just a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, does the thought of, um, you know, obviously like 
like camaraderie is something that's really inspiring, at least personally for me, you know, for the year. Um, you know, this past winter, things are always really chill after, after Octoblast for like the club scene. Um, you know, not a lot goes on. Um, like, you know, and then we obviously have our downtime uh, at the end of the year. And it's just kind of like, again, chillax time. But, you know, like our, we had our first OPAG winter meeting um, last weekend. And, you know, you go into that, I always go into that meeting totally not ready for the pyro season to start because it always feels, I, I guess the winter break, at least personally for me, just feels short. Right. And I, I don't know. And I love fireworks. Um, do I want to do them all year round? No, not really. Um, especially when it's cold outside. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, you know, like I always kind of go into the first instances of pyro for the season, just kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. But then, you know, you get there and you get around your comrades and you get around all of the the cool people, you know, obviously talking to you guys about fireworks all the way through winter break, you know, it's like that stuff never gets old, you know, it never gets old. And I guess if, if anything for me, uh, it's a, well, eventually I'm going to have to put, that's a constant reminder. Yeah. It's a constant <laughs> reminder that sooner or later I'm going to have to start on something. Um, but again, not necessarily a bad thing because I don't know how many times I've been inspired by watching you guys do something cool with fireworks. You know, um, all it takes is like, and that's kind of what it, I, I guess a, a nod to what I said earlier. You can find inspiration in the most minute of places. You know, AJ, you've sent runs before. Jamie, you've sent... Um, you know, music, just things that bring about a, a really positive feeling when it comes to knowing that that stuff is going to be applied to fireworks. It's special. It's special. And I kind of, you know, it just adds another coin into the, uh, the bucket of, I guess, positive thoughts and mindshare when it comes to getting inspired for fireworks for the season. <sighs> I'm glad you don't get mad at me for always bugging you then. Because nah. I think more in the winter, I'm a little more like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of push the subject a little more. And you're yeah. like, I'm on vacation, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you get that vibe, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know I get that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm laying it down right. <laughs> so good. good. I'm, I'm laying it down right. No, but, and it's, I don't know. You're right? a lot more busy though. And a lot more other things around that season too. So it, it, I'm sure it's a well-deserved break that you, <laughs> you're looking for. Which yeah, I, I don't do blame miss you. Like, I, mean, God. I do miss it though. Like I, I can't, you know, um, I don't know if we really talked about it on the podcast back in uh, December for the year in review, but doing the podcast with you guys last year was probably, um, you know, other, other than the show, for my grandmothers and, and going through that process, which was honestly that, that whole process was more um, like emotionally in like investing than I'm really built. I, that I think I'm built for, to be honest, but like every bit of the podcast last year and, you know, doing this with you guys, like it was 
so totally inspiring. I've, I really have not felt this in tune with my fireworks journey for a long time. And I think that was because, you know, I, I just felt myself, you know, like feeling like I was at home with you guys doing this. And it was, it was really special. So it did. I mean, congratulations. You guys managed to keep me so plugged in and loving fireworks all the way up until the end of December. Usually I am checked out (laughs) as soon as Octoblast is over. (laughs) This is true though. Earlier years, back uh, 2018, 2019, the conversations online definitely changed. (laughs) Like right after October. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what do you want to talk about? And don't talk about fireworks. And then we're just sitting there like pulling our thumbs like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh, figure it out. You seen one of these? Uh, which is e- these. It's easy though, because you're a musician <laughs> too. So, you know, we have that, that added extra bond and Jamie and I have video games. So like, this is great. We're really, really getting into a cadence here. <laughs> well, <laughs> one thing that inspires me, I mean, this year, this is the first time we ever did this is just, you know, playing a video game. Yeah. But, being in Discord together, talking to each other in a group chat. Oh, yeah. Playing a game that's creative, talking amongst each other while we're playing a game that's creative and just talking about fireworks or just anything in general. Uh, you know, setting up my, dis- you know, computer setup, even building this computer, all those little things were creative and actually got me wanting to start scripting my show. That's why I, I want to get this computer done so I can start working on this thing. And as of today, it's officially done. Now yeah, I'm just going to start on it. <laughs> it's because you're organized, like you were talking about. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you been can't, driving me crazy to yeah. do it on like a laptop. And well, knowing you, yeah. like that's that's something I know about you. Like if it's not organized, it makes you unfocused to be able to accomplish that task faster or you know efficiently. Right. It's not a bad thing. Like it's when we were at uh, Friendsgiving. You were like wrapping all the, the cords up. <laughs> you're like, you can tell he was eating you. You're like, I'm not going to be able to sit here and talk and deal with this unless I tidy this up and organize You this. should see my computer desk now. It took, it was a month and a half waiting for all the parts to get in and cables were everywhere, but I, I refused to put them in order. And now it's like, Ah, huh, I see three cables, but I know there's 500. <laughs> uh, he was mad. He was messing with me a week or two ago when he got his new case in. Um, cause I, one of the, I guess the power supply that he's got, I don't know if he had extra power supply cables that came out, you know, the feed power to the motherboard and feed all the peripherals inside the computer. But he took a picture of his old case with like nothing but these cables inside the computer case. And I had to do a double take cause I'm like, what the, f- what is that? It's like, there's no, there's not a computer in there, which the, I don't think there was correct. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way there was a, there was a motherboard in there. I looked ever I zoomed in all over the place and I'm like, all I see is like a, a bunch of snakes look like the bottom of that pit in Indiana Jones. The black cables you were talking about. Yeah. Those were simply the uh, power supply where you hide all the cables. Uh-huh. That is completely packed full. I mean, it is, it is stupid that that is literally just the hidden compartment. Completely uh, packed full. It was That's the what other that side was. of your case. Uh-huh. I thought I never, you were. I never sent you a me. picture of the uh, the actual inside. <laughs> I thought you were screwing with me, and you're like, "Man, look at this! I can't like. How am I supposed to plug the GPU in? <laughs> I'm looking at it like, uh, 
I have that same question. I'm the first thing I thought is like, well, maybe you're going to have joke. to leave the uh, <laughs> like your case wide open. <laughs> At least as far as airflow looks, it doesn't it's look like airflow. there's any. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie just lets it roll. He's like, let's see how long this lasts. Uh, yeah, well, he, did. he didn't. He didn't correct me because I think he's he's yeah. like he, that moment. Those moments feed him. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of forget about him because I move on and I forgot. Oh, he didn't get it. <laughs> and this is fun for me. He didn't get it. And this is fun for me. Hey, mm-hmm. I got a question actually that kind of goes with, uh, I guess it's more a slightly on the darker side of what we're oh, talking boy. about. Do you ever have to There's no such place. Uh, no, I was talking about more like, you know, finding that inspiration. You ever come across anything that while you're doing something or something comes up that just kind of gives you like, it takes away, like it kind of almost makes you want to go like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with this. I'm done for a little bit. Mm. Like, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We already talked about it. Making simulations. <laughs> yeah. Costing out the jo- show. <laughs> I guess, like, uh, I guess it was more <laughs> psyching yourself out on things, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, it, <clears throat> the psyching part of that. I, I don't, it's not that I get psyched out. Like, um, you know, CC and grandma's show last year was just, that's really the, I, I don't want to say the lowest point because I, I knew, you know, that the show was, was for something special, but the amount of time I I've never had to walk away from the creative aspects of what I was doing so much. Usually when you get into a creative mindset, it's a positive headspace. You know, while everything that was pouring out, albeit in the writing of the music or the show itself, um, so many times, like be inspired by something, but then you remember instantly in that moment that what you're inspired by is, you know, the loss of somebody that meant the world to you. So it was just this, it was constantly like that for can't imagine three, like at least three or four months. Um, you know what, it, whatever it took to invest in the song and um, the show. So it was it, that was probably the the hardest for me. Um, but it, I don't think I've been for me and like on the other side of that, like the you know oh doing simulations pisses me off. It's just one of those things where like I'll throw my head back and do like the Napoleon dynamite. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And then, you know, you get right back, you get back to it because it's like, you, you get it. But that group session we did together, that wasn't, that was better. Uh, yeah, are you talking about Octoblast? Yeah. Create simulations. Oh plays boy. Zombies, yeah. Simulations. Plays and zombies, then go home and go to bed at five in the morning. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that drive home was brutal. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that was that, like brutal. And I can't like Stephanie and Taylor were troopers. I mean, every, like the, all of the parts of our families were out on the couch yeah. out of it. 12 minutes away. Asleep. And I had to have her finished driving. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You want to <laughs> test to see how much our insanity, our sanity can take? <clears throat> Let's all lock ourselves in a room with C4 
And we're not leaving until we finish our list of all the simulations we want to get done. Oh my God, that sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> sounds absolutely awful. I mean, you've had some ideas that I thought to myself, ah, that's probably, this is bad in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, that suggestion takes the cake. So is that kind of like an escape room, but it's a simulation room? <laughs> exactly. And you can't leave until you're all done. But think uh, about it. It would make it, you'd almost, oh God. it would push you to get it done that much faster. Mm. Give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I would probably kill you. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I would be hangry for sure. Hangry? Oh, hangry, you still get food. Yeah, we'll it's not like you pizza. don't get to eat for three days. I mean, it might <laughs> no. actually bring me some That's enjoyment to hand you the phone and have you order pizzas. And when I say you, I mean Jamie, if, especially if he's hopped up on C4. <laughs> I'd love to hear that pizza order. <laughs> Want a pepperoni oh, yeah. here and here and here? It makes sense. It's got to be one thumb's worth apart, one thumb's worth apart, one thumb's in the course and crust. Yes. Too yes. many pepperonis. Yes. Too many pepperonis. Yes. Take them yes. Take them Did I order out. Diet Coke? But once Diet Coke, make sure you get <laughs> one, two liter. You know what? He drinks a lot of Diet Coke. Let's do two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's paying for this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, I guess if there's one thing that we've established in the last uh, hour, it's that making simulations is not stimulating. The least it's favorite thing evil. ever. Yeah. I think though, for like, because it's uh. like what you said, we're all three of us were looking for that perfect one to make it look what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like harvesting vegetables. <laughs> Harvesting vegetables in Valheim. You mean I got to do this one at a time? <laughs> Bo, there's 1,200 carrots and turnips and <laughs> onions out there. What do you mean I got to do this one at a time? I watched him last night harvest a bunch of stuff and then I go, hey, do you have to replant that or does it regrow back? He's like, oh, I have to replant it. <laughs> <laughs> there may or may not be like 1,000 onions. <laughs> What about oh you, Jamie? Anything that psychs you out? Psychs me out. Yep. Didn't we just talk about this? I heard Bo. I didn't hear really what psyched you out. <laughs> besides the simulations. <laughs> Which I guess we've just sim- established is probably a uh, community-wide blanket psych out. <laughs> Although like I can... It go will ahead, stop go ahead. me in my tracks. I just like... I will skip over an entire section to not do it. Like it just demotivates me like no other. It's like going to a job that you despise with all your passion and waking up in the morning and everything in your body to just go to that job. That's what simulations do to me. It's just like one day, one winter, I'm actually going to work on simulations while I'm not scripting. But it's so, I just can't even do it. It's like, I don't want to do it. I would pay somebody that starts with a B and ends with an E to do simulations for me so I don't have to do it. <laughs> I had to think for a second. I'm like, ooh. I, you know what? I thought I was for a second for too. And I'm like, name. oh, wait a minute. I think he's doing the nick. He's saying my nickname. I'm That's like, wait a minute. My name's sitting in an E. <laughs> <laughs> It's not oh on my birth certificate. My <laughs> the other thing that stresses me, I was just thinking about how much money I'm going to spend. And fireworks, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I want to do that. Oh, it's going to cut, but I really want to do that. <laughs> 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 huh. 
I guess that is something that kind of like will stop me in my tracks. If I get stuck on a part of a song and I go to skip over it, it eats at me. And it, yeah, just like, especially it's if always, it's, it's constantly calling back. It drives to me you. nuts. Yeah. I, 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 my OCD kicks in and I'm like, oh, there's two minutes there. There's two minutes. I got two minutes. I got to go back. Yeah. And then you see, how many times, seconds how many times do you guys <laughs> zoom out on the timeline and then you see one of those gaps and then you're like, and then I guess this is when it's, populated to a certain degree. Like you zoom out on the timeline, you see it, and then you do the magic, you know, in and out markers just to see, <laughs> just to get the software to tell uh-huh. you how much space you have to fill in right there. Yeah. Because you can't, yeah. it's a constant reminder it, that you it, haven't like made your mind up yet. It's like outside pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't find that last one. Oh, I found these. I'll work on this. You know, it has been nice of the last uh, two times that's happened to me. Um, I've been able to get like inspiration from you guys. So like just talking to you guys, like I'll help. I mean, I think you've done it too before, Jamie. We're just sit there and talk about that one part and then we'll spill out about, well, this is driving me nuts kind of thing. And just something you say or something that's, that's talked about is like, Hey, that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll say, Hey, did you do this? And we'll start working on it. And then the next day you've got like, a completely revamped, awesome, epic, like, wow. That's what you turn that into? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inspiration in your friends. That's right. It's nice to have a network. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. If I'm not talking to you guys for periods of time, it really messes with my motivation. But once, like, communicating with you guys and just, you know, just shooting the bull it just keeps me like, I really like this. This is fun. Let's I work used to, on. I remember I like, I used to like fireworks. <laughs> I, remember I used to like doing pirate musicals. <laughs> I'll admit, I get all like kind of giddy when I'm like, Oh, somebody sent me a sim or like not a sim, but like a clip of their show. I'm like, Oh, I, would, I can't I would, wait oh, to okay. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-made simulation. That gets me excited too. <laughs> <laughs> I just still need to come out there, you guys, and sit down. Actually, we'll have Bo teach us the editor as best he can. <laughs> I'm telling you, scripting parties are where it's at. <laughs> it I could go downhill real fast. I would imagine. It's okay. We got C4. No, yeah, it's okay. To- we got C4. Is that f- before or after the alcohol? <laughs> it's at During. the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> you ever heard of a mixed drink? No. Yeah, what's that? Uh, what's we'll the one where, they, where they drop all the they drop the Red Bull inside Jaeger bomb? Jaeger <laughs> bomb. Yeah. The biggest yeah. thing when that it's happens, C4 bomb, is we're all going to have to like try to figure out a way to eliminate anything else around us because just like right now. No, derail. I think it's a given. That's, that's why we, I think I dread this so much. I know it's going to last. <laughs> oh my no. God. We're supposed to stay in this room until we're done? <laughs> We've been arguing about the tail on this one comic for an hour and a half. <laughs> you thought you had two people focusing. It's, it's a shaky. It's a, the, Clark, the, little, the little light. 
lights are not twinkling. Yeah. It's very, very, very sparse. Not very sparse. <laughs> Still looks One too sparse. bushy to not me. Not too sparse. One sparse. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you do it. Yeah. You Clearly, have, if you, you pause this, uh, oh this YouTube video in 480p, you can see that there's 1,200 particles coming off of this tail. So Obviously. <laughs> obviously, this isn't right. How else would you do it? <laughs> if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Yeah. Oh exactly. So that, that's the best thing about it in a, in a group party like that. You have two people focused <laughs> on the actual work while you cycle through, while one while person you play decompresses, and, the other, decompresses. And, and you get motivation from it, and then the next person cycles through, so you don't get bored, and then you might have two people you know, decompressing, one, one's in depth into something. You just keep on cycling through, and you can do a you know eight minute show in three days. Prepare, set up, and fired. I mean, it's pretty epic. That's yeah. You know, it might be a good idea. We can show AJ how to work the farm in Valheim, and then every time we take breaks, um, yeah, whoever is exactly. taking the break can just we can like, tell farm. one cultivator not to. Yeah, that's right. I don't need another program. You already got me <laughs> playing around with that <clears throat> music program. That's already a, that's that's worse than finale for me. <laughs> there's, there's another one I got to work on. <laughs> technical. The technical part drives me insane. I got to learn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, does does learning new skills inspire you guys though i can't imagine the answer to that question is no overwhelms me yeah it's overwhelming yeah. I, I get that and it's it is frustrating at first but i like you know back to what you were saying earlier aj like it's it's the wins and the feelings of accomplishment that kind of you know help to feed push that drive the, the furnace right yeah. for the next mm -hmm. time having that support group there too to yeah. you know kind of guide you is like oh that's how you do it. oh Really? That's how you defrag the entire hard drive? Huh. I've been doing this for four hours. Oh, when someone fill, feeds you in or fills you in with something, oh, this is how you find how every perfect beats in here. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You've been holding this magic in your hand for how long? <laughs> hey, we can live stream when we're doing some of this stuff, so I can learn with you. <laughs> I'd rather I'm I'd rather play Valheim. <laughs> hey, I got multiple monitors. We can play Valheim yeah. and live stream. There we go. Hey, there we go. Everybody. So, well, when we build effects, we'll just make it easy on each other. Everybody gets a section. First stage, second stage, third stage, and just drop it down the line. Yeah, I'll do the right? rising tails. Lift you know, tail be and <laughs> bro, this VDL is fucked. <laughs> Back to the beginning we go. <laughs> it's all in the tails. Oh, it's all in the tails. Yeah, it's not I mean, shaky, I, dude. I really hope that. Did they ever find a? Uh, a person at finale. I know that finale was hunting for a effects creator. I don't know if they Ooh. found one though. I, I don't know what, know. like they, they, I remember they advertised that and threw it out there. Um, but I don't oh, know yeah. if somebody won that. I forgot about that. I don't know. But I mean, like but if you're for, out there, how much do you charge an hour? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got a list, man. For basic. But I only pay for quality. <laughs> uh, 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 mm, uh, what are we talking about? It's my yeah, advice exactly. to that person would be to charge you an hourly rate. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's different though. This person do might enjoy Sim. doing it, do it so it's that. different. That's exactly right. You want somebody who enjoys doing that, and I'm sure that's exactly what um, you know Will and Drew and the finale team want too. They want somebody who not only enjoys it but is you know consistently pumping out quality. Um, you know, I think like one Jamie of the and biggest, his builds in Valheim. Exactly. You know, if I could focus on the simulations like I am the builds in Valheim, I'd probably okay. But it took me three weeks to get to the point I am now, just of you know, twelve hours a day. So I guess it could be done, but it makes my yeah, brain. Yeah, I remember when this dude was scared of gray dwarves. Ain't nothing oh, scared I was scared of now. the ASWD. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are we talking? I have no idea. What we're talking about. <laughs> Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about it, Bo. Stop talking about you. You little game. He's <laughs> trying to get Jamie psyched up because the more the more I talk about it, the more he will immediately Stay go back into it. it. Yeah, the farm. The farm. <laughs> I mean, those onion, onions aren't going to grow themselves, buddy. I don't know where to put them. Excellent health rating and three <laughs> points per tick. But anyways, yeah. But the surly makes beautiful fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste all those, please. I got tons of them. Okay, good. Uh, okay, let's see here. Hmm. Oh, any, you know, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You first. Is there anything that you three have, or three, anything of between <laughs> yeah. you two have already thought about this year of like just something that you've just ideas that have popped in your head of things you want to do, or you've, you've not even got to that point yet? Mm, yes, I, but my shoot site's not big enough. <laughs> Are we talking? Wait, which uh, one? <laughs> we're the talking four, the four. The four of them, four by eight one. Yeah, it's a little awesome. Every time I'm like, oh, I want to do it. Oh, I need one uh, three for that. I don't have room How big's your it. site? It's four by eight. It's pretty specific. Yeah, four by eight by eight. Four by eight, four eight, eight by eight. 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 <laughs> but you can go up as high as you want. <laughs> If you're Richard, it. we need you to bring a crane over here for us. Go into class one airspace, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I yeah, I, there is, and I I think, um, you know, don't, you don't be, obviously don't have to say if you don't want to. No, no, just, yeah, no, no. no I'm, it's like, yeah, yeah I, I am. I mean, some you. of the some of the stuff that we're going to tackle later on this year is going to be super special to me. Um, and I think just the, just the ideas that we've kicked around on, on we, what we want to do. Yeah. That's, uh, that's getting me pretty motivated. Yeah. Right. It just, it motivates the hell out of you because it's, it's a chance Especially for some of the words we use, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't often get to do something really cool just as team rhythm. So like, this is going to be really, this is going to be really special. And I think it's gonna be really cool and kind of like a learning experience for the three of us too, because to date, I mean, we've always had, um, you know, there's always been a lead on any one particular show. And while they're probably, you know, while there is going to be a lead on this show, like it's really interesting to see how we're all going to be working together and, you know, how we, I guess, figure out each other's tendencies when it comes to designing a show collaboratively. Yeah. Well, you and Jamie already have a little head start on that though. And you're able to see each other within an hour. 
Yeah, I, I'm I gonna have do to that. like I, make a flight out. Yeah, no, twice. it's it's 2024, <laughs> Daddy Brett. You, I mean, if we, I mean, look what we've been doing on Discord for the last two months. Yeah, you know, there's too many live glitches. Matters. <laughs> it's in too many glitches. There's too many glitches. I can't tell. I can't tell what your timing looks like right there. I want to look you in the uh, eyes when I say one comment, not two you comments. Your one damn comment broad, there. Your damn boost mobile broadband, Bo. I can't count on the live stream. I can't count. I it's a rewind and go real slow. I need to see how many cues you got. There. Not that one, Jamie. The other one. Nope. Not that one. Nope. Nope. The other one. So, Just let me use it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making a flight right now. All right. <laughs> I can't do all this. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. Just getting to do something cool with you guys is more than enough than, than I need to, to become inspired to, you know, to try to give this my all. This one's going to be, God, I wish we could talk more about it. <laughs> Why you got to bring it up? <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm just taking a page right out of your book. Only I'm doing it with style. I know. Style. <laughs> Stay tuned. Notice I didn't start the <laughs> sentence and then drop it and then go, oh, but I mean, we can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. man. I don't know. Maybe we'll have, um, I guess we'll have some of our guests that we have lined up talk about what inspires them. Uh, I think I know the answer to this, I guess. I mean, I was going to say, what inspires importers? And then I thought to myself, well, that's a stupid question. I bet <laughs> money. <laughs> you know what? The, the, I mean, obviously there's, they, they care about that too, but there's, there's people out there that own those companies. They enjoy the fireworks and, not just selling them. It's the whole, you know, the unique fireworks, the, you know, they, they like the, what they look like, what they do. Like they really enjoy that whole aspect. It's not just the money thing. Like there's some out there that you can sit down and have a conversation with them about fireworks and they know part numbers. They know what they do. They can tell you colors and, and it's not like they know that because they have to, they just know it because they enjoy it that much. Yeah. Well, yeah, so there, it's like there could be some of them that yeah, the, why they, they all want to make money. There's some that are like, oh, that looked really cool. Well, yeah, I'm gonna start I mean, stocking yeah, that because I well, like for it. Sure, and they do this stuff for you know they do this stuff for a living too. But like, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, you I think you you do fireworks because you you love to do fireworks, and regardless of what aspect of you know the industry or the hobby you're plugged in on, um, you know it it has to mean something to you in order to get some enjoyment out of it. And I, I do wholeheartedly believe that a lot of the, um, you know, the vendors and, and the importers that, you know, we talk to and have relationships with completely agree, dude, they're, they're all in on trying to, to make some of the best fireworks that they can make, you know, because it's, I, I think it was kind of a, I don't want to say it was a cliche to say, because a, a lot, it was said a lot over the last few years that the fireworks that exist in the space right now, it's exciting. It's hella exciting because there's so many cool effects um, that exist. And I don't necessarily remember it being like that. You know, there's a lot of positive things that can get you inspired just by looking at product. 
Yeah, the YouTube, <clears throat> excuse me, the YouTube rabbit hole. When you get mm-hmm. on a station and you start going through, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then you make a list and you're like, oh, well, oh. there goes and my all these, all, Like all the pro lines too. <laughs> all the new pro lines that, that are out. I mean, you know, the, it used to be just a couple, you know, and it was, you, know, you had a, a handful of product managers at these manufacturers that were kind of dictating where things needed to go. And, you know, the introduction of all of these other pro lines, I, I think it only did good things for fireworks period because it, you know, like it just created a space where all of these manufacturers kind of had to react to, oh my gosh, you know, look at, look at this line and wow, look at the differentiation in product, not necessarily quality, but just like in, in effects choice, you know, you could dumb it down to something as simple as the effects that they chose for a particular slice or single shot or cake or what have you. And then it was enough to light a fire under their ass. You know, they got inspired and they're inspired. Competition creates Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Your competition breeds quality stuff and furtherment of any one particular aspect of product. Jamie. AJ. Boom. See what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) I included myself. All right, let's see. All right, let's see. Okay. All right. Do we is there anything else we want to cover on weird part? Inspiration. That's all right. Whatever. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. You'll have that. (laughs) you know what believe it or not like uh i think that'll flow just fine it was awkward for maybe a second maybe two maybe even longer but (laughs) we brought it home right there at the end any last thoughts on what inspires you to get into pyromusical mode for the season Yeah, I don't know. And nothing else I can think of off the top of my head that we haven't talked about. Yeah. I think one of the... Uh, actually this excites me. me. Yeah. This yeah, is right. This, this first... <clears throat> us doing the... Oh, calm down, First Jamie. podcast of the year. This first yep. podcast, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like... It's... It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting starting. real. It's working. It's getting real. We're getting... Yeah. We're getting Bo back into it slowly but surely because he's obligated now. <laughs> he's obligated. <laughs> because he's obligated now. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Um, well, we kind of talked about it. We talked about like the personal aspect and this will be my, I guess my my last one, but you know, because I'll save the best one for last. Um, you know, getting to spend time with with my dad um, is is always a huge, huge, huge plus every year. Um, you know, we really enjoy kind of planning for the 4th of July shows. And even though last year's was really tough on both of us emotionally, um, you know, this year I think is time to kind of kick back and, and have fun again. And I love the fact that 4th of July is getting closer and closer to the weekend. Um, obviously it's not there this year, but you know, it will be soon and it makes, uh, (laughs) makes this vacationing schedule a little easier. <laughs> hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, that goes back to personal relationships and, you know, just the cool people that you find and have in fireworks. Just get your dad to order early this year. No, it ain't going to happen. Get that stress <laughs> level down early. 
That's it. See, I, what I did, no, I actually think I just accepted it. <laughs> I just accepted you it. You accept it and let it go. It's like, all right, well, what's going to happen? It is what it is. It I'll is call what him. it is. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, no. do your thing. Can you do me a favor and say, hey, uh, you know, it's it's February. It's like February 1st. You like, uh, did you order your fireworks yet? Delay. <laughs> Uh, what are you waiting for, Brett? <laughs> should we? I think we should have him on this year. What do you guys think? I'm fine with it. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. Awesome. Yeah. He's been on a farting kick lately. Perfect. He'll be in your house. <laughs> Spare me. I might take all the gear over to his. Then. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, the kitchen table is entirely too cluttered for him to be over here. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. Now you got it. There's another reason to keep it messy for a month or two. All right. Uh, Jamie, any last thoughts on inspiration? I love you guys. I love you too, man. I love our, my, I love our house. You are my inspiration. I love our farm. You're my inspiration. I love that one day we're going to get away from that. the boathouse and we're then uncertain. we're going to go to the mountains and beat motor. Motorhead. <laughs> People listening to this are going to be like, thing. what the fuck Don't are these guys about talking about? <laughs> it's all right. It'll inspire them. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Let's, yeah. FOMO, may it be as inspiring as it is when AJ does it to us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Today in Pyro News. Okay. Uh, I think we just got a, a few things written down. Um, I, I think the only things that I had written down for news. I guess for current events that are coming up and there's a new Facebook group out. Um, I think it's pyro events in the U S um, mm. cool, really cool group. Um, I really like what they're doing over there. Um, it's just a place to aggregate all the different events in pyro coming up, uh, whether you're a hobbyist or you're professional or what have you. Um, but I think uh, the, all the pyro jam designs that due dates come and gone, hadn't I don't know. I, I want to say it was either, I don't want to say it was today or yesterday or day before or maybe even tomorrow. Oh, that's, I know I'm in the I, ballpark. Oh, usually you see a ton of them out. I know. I don't know. Maybe people are just getting really cagey with theirs this year. I mean, it's <laughs> it's hobbyist pyro, so you know, from super secretive people. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh, actually, let me look here. Pyro. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm like <clears throat> curious. And for folks that don't know, Pyro Jam is out in uh, it's out in Maryland. Uh, I believe it's uh, last part of August, and um, it's an IPC event. Uh, Tim Jamison and his guys out there do IPC, and they do it so so well. Um, but it's a it's a really cool concept. You know, it's a it's a way to uh, to do designs, you know, if you're a pyro designer and you enjoy it, just designing and with the chance of having your show selected uh, to be shot as a winning show, then Pyro Jam is what you want to bookmark uh, early part of the year. That's the 24th. Oh, yeah. Come and gone. 
So if yeah. you're not in yet, you're disqualified. Or wait, what, next month? No, oh, I was talking about the date, 24th of August is when Of it August, okay. I was like, oh yeah, it over. <laughs> it, it instantly in my head when you said it, it was for pyros to design you. Yeah. It, it could also be, like you said, for people that play with it once in a while. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. the, but they're the ones that are like, they have no concept of what it actually takes to do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so and I think it's a little out of hand. You know, and I like I've I've never entered it, but I can imagine that Tim and the guys over at IPC do an excellent job of laying out, like, hey, you know, here's your template for Pyro Jam. Um, you know, here's all the product that you have access to. Go design a show, and you know, you design it within the confines of the template and within the rule set. And when you do that, you're good to go. And I can't imagine watching that many shows and then having big winners. <laughs> Right, narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd have to have like timestamps. You're like, all right, I like this one, this one, this one with these, and then you have to watch it and be like, um, gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> see, there's got to be a. I I'm pretty sure that the the date hasn't been. Hasn't I'm I'm trying yet. to find like when's the last time you could send one in. Huh. That's all right. Somebody knows. I'm going to put it in the chat. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, ba -ba 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 I think that, well, actually, um, the only other one I had on the list here, I guess that's soon, is uh, WPA's Western Winter Blast. Uh, that's uh, February 14th through the 18th out in uh, Lake Havasaw City, Arizona. And that is really far west for me. <laughs> um <laughs> But I've seen some cool videos come out of uh, Western Winter Blast. So if you're Western Pyro, go check it out. Maybe you do already. Let us know if you had fun. You're going to be, man. I think it'd be really cool to go out West, West, like for fireworks stuff. Because I've heard it's a, they're a different breed of Pyro out there. A lot more drier. Catch a tree yeah. or two on fire. <laughs> I've done that before. I'm good at that. I said that. <laughs> You're good at that. You're going to fit right in. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to work out in that heat. <laughs> Actually, it's the jokes on them, right? Because, you know, it's really easy to catch a dry tree on fire. How much of a you know, accomplishment is it to catch a wet, snowy tree on fire? <laughs> good luck, <laughs> West Coast. It wasn't wet. Or it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't wet that year. It was snowy, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was last year. It was or not last year? It was twenty two, twenty one is when I caught the tree on fire. Oh. <clears throat> Still the you're a hell of a dead eye though. Good shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just fall out. Got you. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys got anything for news? I do not. Surprisingly, there's not too much on really. Trying to find something, but you know how it is. It gets dead in the winter. Yeah. Mainly flooded with um, Chinese videos of fireworks, a product that nobody's ever going to order, and uh, yeah. we're just stuck going. Like you're stuck looking at comments along the lines of, "How do I buy this?" Forever and ever and ever, amen. Yeah. <laughs> See that cool stuff? You get your hopes up, and then uh, you go down the rabbit hole of asking your favorite importers and vendors to carry it, and then they're like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know anything about these people." Besides that, I think the you know the relationship game in fireworks is uh, a really big deal for those guys. I believe 
Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a bad thing to, uh, step out on your Chinese manufacturer. Yeah. They go. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> uh, Jamie, you got any news? I do not. Do you have any, uh, uh, beginning of the year threats for, uh, Nate <laughs> competitor at Octoblast? You better have my trophy polish. That's all I got to say. <laughs> wow. It better not be dusty. <laughs> He asked Better about you the OPEC meeting. I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> coming for you. Coming for you in that ignite system. I couldn't, buddy. I couldn't make the meeting this year. Besides, you know, it's kind of like a you know a bride before the wedding. You can't see him. You can't see me before I take you down, bro. <laughs> wow. You can't see you before you consummate the marriage. <laughs> And then the immediate <laughs> total world domination. <laughs> domination. Uh, yeah, and then congratulations to OPAG's new president, Carol Kyle. Um, yeah. Uh, looking forward to serving as your VP. Uh, congratulations. Today in Pyro News. Okay, let's relaxation see. for you. <laughs> relaxation nation. Hello, no one is available to take your call. And when I say this week, I mean last week. Why don't you ever pick up the All right. Uh, I'm not even. I don't even know if I bother saying names anymore because everybody is just so anonymous. <laughs> so all of them are anonymous. All right. First one. Uh. All right, Boozazi and the boys. Here's the deal. Daggum, it's January thirteenth, and we ain't got a new episode yet. It can't be this hard. I've already watched eight stinking Mickey Mouse firecracker shows at the Daggum. <laughs> Orlando, Florida, and y'all can't even put together an hour and a half on the radio to talk about it. I mean, what is the deal, boys? Let's get after it. Let's make it happen. Let's get after it. Get up and do something, you lazy sacks. I mean, you know literally, all you got to do is talk. How hard is that? <laughs> I, I think we got our first hint about who this dude is. He lives someplace where you can see fireworks in Orlando, Florida. Close enough to see. Oh, I think I know who it is, actually. Hold do on. you? All right, you can tell me later. No. Oh, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if I want to know who it is because I enjoy this so much. I, I think they're doing the anonymous thing because it's part of the fun of the game of trying to figure who it is. <laughs> uh, he's posted on uh, on the Facebook page, so that's how I think I know who it is. Because <laughs> he posts up some, I'm like, hmm, there's only two people that really get into the pasta thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we back now. That is the same guy, right? That's the one that was talking about the uh, pasta thing I don't think not. I don't know if he was talking. Oh, yeah. Well, he was... Yeah, he took his kid to uh, over. No, his wife. No, his it was his KFC. daughter. He was ta- he took his daughter uh, out to Popeyes. Yeah, that's what it was. And then his wife screwed up the lemonade or something like that. And then the I can't believe I can't believe I remember this. 
This is me either. Bodes well for me. All right. Uh, we're back. Mm. Happy to be here. hi though aj and jamie first off thank you for your time and putting together this podcast i have some safety related questions i started e-firing partly because of safety reasons that and i was tired around my fat ass back and forth to light them i know you touch on various aspects of your setup process throughout your episodes but was hoping for to get more specificity and maybe let us know your thoughts on what's a better and best practice and maybe an absolutely not from a safety aspect, all in regards to 1.4 and 1.4 Pro items. For storing, not all of us live on acres and or have access to a container or magazine for storage. Some of us might have sheds, but they might not be a safe distance away. When I cruise Facebook, I oftentimes see people storing fireworks within their house. Where would you rank the following places for storing fireworks, and would any of them be on your absolutely not list? A shed, not a safe distance away, say 50 feet or less. The garage, and does this change if there's a room above the garage, a basement, or somewhere else in the house? Are you more comfortable storing certain fireworks, say single shots, and canister shells, 500 gram cakes? I know you talked about Ohio having a wall. If you're going to store more than X amount, you need to apply for a license. Is there an amount that which you have you would not be comfortable storing in the aforementioned places? That's a great question, man. That's a great question. And I feel like we're going to have to go back through that bit by bit to answer all of them. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Awesome question. As much as I like being berated every single week, (laughs) I mean, I had to take a month break to just to go to therapy for all the beratement that we got from November. (laughs) I would absolutely not storm in my house whatsoever mm-hmm. nor a garage especially with a room above it detached garage different scenario but anywhere near a living quarters i don't care if it's sparklers it doesn't need to be in my house <laughs> i don't know though because like you attached garages how many people keep propane tanks in a garage what's the difference projectile but you, it's not going to light itself man but if it does, it's going to project. But if it does, <laughs> if it gets yeah. 700 degrees in my garage, it'll light. <laughs> what the hell? No. Electrical spark, fire starts in the house. And blows up like a, a propane tank. Same difference. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Fireball. Cool. Fireball. cool. It's not on. I mean, honestly, I'm not in that scenario. So it's not my attached garage with my you know, daughters sleeping quarters mm. right above it. It's sealed. <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That when people talk about not keeping them in their garages all the time or yelling at people, stuff like that, it's like, I mean, if that's the place you can keep it, as long as you're not, you know, you're not two pallets of fireworks in your garage. I mean, that's a little different and yeah, you're getting right. a little chaotic there. But, yeah, storing, and, you know, like storing, um, <laughs> Storing your your propane tanks with um, you know your little handheld pro- propane tanks with the lighter right next to them, with you know, and uh, fifteen boxes of matches right next to the gas cans for the lawnmowers <laughs> and you know, your personal pyro stash right next to it. I mean, I my my thoughts on a scented candle, yeah, and a scented, and a scented candle because the garage smells like <laughs> right. Um, you know, like my personal thoughts on the storage aspect of things, for me, it was always very practical and very common sense when it came to storage. Now, Ohio is different now than it was before. And I'm not too sure, you know, obviously what state the, the call is from, but 
Um, every local jurisdiction is is going to have different rules. But I mean, let's face it, every everybody that wants to shoot and is embedded with consumer fireworks, and that's assuming we're talking consumer fireworks, you know, like, again, I'm trying to keep this within within total reason, because anybody that's, you know, harboring one three in their garage, um, and you, you know, you don't have approved storage to do so, then, you know, shame, shame on you. But like, you know, the folks that buy consumer fireworks and store consumer fireworks, um, you know, call her what you were talking about with the shed, you know, if the shed is a safe distance from the house, um, you know, and it's, it's whether it's a dedicated space or whether it shares space with something else, you know, again, like the things that I mentioned earlier, you know, a bunch of flammable crap in, in a shed that, um, the lightning rod gets hit at once every six months and probably not a good idea. Um, but other than that, like, you know, like attached garages and things like that. It's always, if you feel uncomfortable doing it, then quite possibly it should be something that you spend a little more time trying to exhaust a solid train of thought for, you know, like really try to work out, you know, is it within my means to, to do this better and safer? Yeah. Like, like think about what you put, like you said, where you're not sticking your fireworks next to, you know, your, your barbecue grill and everything else, your lighters, your igniters. If that's the only space you have, just be smart about where you're putting it and, um, you know, how much you're actually, if you, if you know, Hey, I'm going to shoot a show, don't buy your stuff in January and let it sit in there, you know, two pallets worth until your actual show, try to plan ahead. Mm. Yeah, God, there was a ton of other stuff. Was there on there? What he was asking? Uh, I think a lot of the storage. A lot of the last bit of that was storage related. But I mean, you know, and there's like there's people that are going to listen to this and go like, they're, I, I don't want them oh, to take any. It's one of those. It's one of those. It's one of those things. Yeah, because there's people that are going to that will listen to the answer and go, oh, holier than now. They just told us how to do something. No, we're just telling you. Like, how we would do it, you know, we would yeah, tell our you, opinion on it, yeah, like our opinion we, on how we would do it. You know, look, I mean, you know, AJ and Jamie had differing opinions on storing in an, in an attached space. And I understand that it's not within everyone's situation. It's not within the confines of your situation. Maybe all you have is your house, in which case, you know, that it does suck because if I try to put myself in somebody's shoes like that, like what I know what I would do, in that situation. But again, you know, I'm never going to try to impose myself or, you know, my will upon anybody else. I'm just going to let you know if it were me and the only space that I had was my house, then, you know, AJ, like you were saying before, I would try to exercise the best possible supply chain solution when it came to shooting my show. I mean, I, I, I like to think I, I try to get my stuff early enough to where ordering and getting your order right around your show, understand that it's not feasible for everybody, but it does negate the time that you have those super dangerous materials in some place that might make you and your loved ones and you know the home that you care about. You don't want to put that in peril or in jeopardy and in, in a weird spot. So, all right, let me let me do this. I'm gonna scrub back through this thing. Actually, I'll play it from the beginning and see if we catch. Something see else. Yeah. A, yeah, see if we catch another spot that we didn't answer. 
Hi, though, AJ and Jamie. First off, thank you for your time and putting together this podcast. I have some safety-related questions. I started e-firing partly because of safety reasons. That, and I was tired around my fat ass back and forth to light them. Mm-hmm. I know you've touched on very... That's, uh, we'll address that because I think all of us can relate. Oh, what? The fat, fat ass, ass part. Yeah, board. the fat <laughs> ass, and we don't like to... Well, you know what? To, like, I, I, it's a blade devil's advocate, though, like the e-firing bit. If you put stuff on a board, and I'm not saying you know you need to commit to a board. If you're like total anti-board and you think that's the worst thing in the world, what? that's fine. But you know, if, at least doing your fireworks elevated can do wonders for your back. You know, throw a board or something and take it from position to position or in a truck bed or whatever. Like, and it just makes it easier to wire. Yeah. Or put it on the lake and stand in the lake while it's yeah, floating no, out your waist. Yeah, no, don't talk about that. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's eye level. Keeps you, yeah. Keeps you young. Right. Don't get hot. <laughs> aspects of your setup process throughout your episodes, but was hoping for to get more specificity and maybe let us know your thoughts on what's a better and best practice and maybe an absolutely not from a safety aspect, all in regards to 1.4 and 1.4 Pro items. For storing, not all of us live on acres and or hey, pause it, have pause it. Okay. So where he said, you know, one form, one for pro items. Now, <clears throat> granted, you could, you know, like we were talking about earlier, like, or when I said, you can put stuff in your garage, just be smart about it. But like pro is not pro anymore. Like it used to be pro. Don't store, you know, five cases of, you know, whistle salutes and then, you know, five cases of thunder Kings and that kind of thing in your garage. That's just, you're, yeah, that's something yeah. I yep. would not store whatsoever near in my house. I mean, the other ones go boom, but that's really going to make it go boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And that's a and that stuff's a little more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Volatile. Volatile. Thank you. So so that's the only difference, I guess. I would never do those bigger cakes like that or anything that's, you know, heavier weight cakes. I probably wouldn't yeah, store right. as much, even though I guess it just in the, in the, the Thunder King, I guess, situation. Right. Yep. As to a container or magazine for storage. Some of us might have sheds, but they might not be a safe distance away. When I cruise Facebook, I oftentimes see people storing fireworks within their house. Where would you rank the following places for storing fireworks, and would any of them be on your absolutely not list? A shed, not a safe distance away, say 50 feet or less. The garage, and does this change if there's a room above the garage, a basement, or somewhere else in the house? Are you more comfortable storing certain fireworks, say single shots, and canister shells, 500 gram cakes? I know you talked about Ohio having a wall. If you're going to store more than X amount, you need to apply for a license. Is there an amount that which you have you would not be comfortable storing in the aforementioned places. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Good job on the second stop there, dude. Because I think it is a it circles back around to that that same thing at the end with canister shells and just the kind of product that you're storing. And, and you know, the only thing he didn't mention about storing there, people say they, they don't have uh, containers or sheds or something. Um, you know, if ask a buddy if he's got a trailer or something you can borrow for a little bit. If you know, you need temporary storage. You need, <clears throat> it keeps it out of your house, Indiana. keeps it out of the way. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Somebody in Seymour, Indiana. Seymour, Indiana. Somebody in Seymour, Indiana. I was going to say, I know, yeah, I know a guy. It's got a trailer. <laughs> Who's in Seymour, It's a really Indiana. big trailer too. Well, I can't say. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Okay, we've got uh, oh, two more. Hold on. Sorry, I had to split this across two different segments because both people should pay for more than 90 seconds of voicemails. Uh, I guess I need to fix that. I think I can change that in the uh, the voicemail box. I don't know, actually. All right, well, we'll revisit that. All right, here we go. Where the product is stored, I'm sure the garage is a popular place in the day or days leading up to the show as we are assembling slash storing all our single shots and our cake boards. So maybe some best tips and practices for this. For e-matching, I believe you all said you pre-match prior to show, at least for single shots. What are you comfortable matching pre-show? Single shots, pro-line cakes, slices, 500-gram cakes, not disassembled, who screw do's, who screw don'ts, etc., etc. <laughs> when do you then wire them to your slats and modules? And maybe describe the shunting process for the slats. How does this change for you if you're walking your product out to your backyard? or driving a short distance for a neighborhood event, say a mile or so, or driving a long distance for a show. Lastly, I know you don't do canister shells in your shows, and I load the shells into the mortar and fuse them together as late as possible, but sometimes this isn't possible the day of the show. Do you have any tips you would share regarding storing these items other than not matching till showtime? Thank you. Dude, this guy's my hero. Uh, on fusing, on fusing shells, I don't have a problem fusing shells. I would not match the shells until you're on shoot site. Yeah, that's Absolutely. the one that scares that, me the most. That and sixty twos. Well, yeah, those two are the ones I'd be most worried about. But yeah. then again, yeah. anything like it, it goes directly in a trailer after that, so it doesn't go back in a garage or. In a domicile of any kind, it's it's straight from outside into a trailer, and then it mm-hmm. stays there till it's ready, and then it's dump off the trailer to there. Yep, yep. Prepping before the show, matching on site—that's ideal, depending on whether your show is in the backyard or not. Mm. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I guess on um, which, and I think all of all three of us do it very, very similarly when it comes to storing what's already matched, you know, it goes into a disconnected trailer and that trailer is parked away from anything that you care about um, until it goes out to the site. That is if you're, you're doing it overnight. Now, like the, um, as far as like slat shunting goes, um, I think we, I think we all do it the same with uh, Cobra shunts on, we just shunt the, I, we all do, um, Parallel slats, I believe. We're all parallel yep. slats, right? Parallel one shunt, series two shunts. Yeah. I don't know. All I got is them Bozazi slats, so I only have <laughs> one, one connection. So yeah, <laughs> Those are a perfectly. rarity. Those are like that uh, Pokemon <laughs> that never made it <laughs> into the world. And they're going to stay that way. Because um, I value my, my fingers and my neck mobility. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, I, we're all quick plugs for the most part. Um, you know, I'll still use standard slats. I mean, all, I believe all of our setups are completely slatted. Um, you know, my eight, my 18 M's are configured for both. Uh, they have a DB 25 out that I use the vast majority of the time when I'm doing my own stuff, just because I can take it out to whatever slat I want. Um, usually that's because that's 
primarily because I do things within the confines of the club and the club are almost always doing standard old school um, wire to board e-match. Now, when I do my personal stuff, I've got quick plug slash for that. Same kind of deal. Just goes straight out to that. Dad, when he does his stuff, he will. he's old school too. He uses the old wire to board. Um, he'll go straight to the modules. And then he takes the he keeps the boards outside, um, and then tarps them, and then um, controls the perimeter of the site. It seems like everybody's locations are going to play a huge role in what, like you know, what your capability is, and the the creative ideas that you can come up with to keep every aspect of your pregame setup safe. Yeah, ideally, if you got to travel, you match on your shoot site, but you can prep everything before. If you're on the shoot site working, you can match and shunt, put them in a trailer. Um, there's a lot of options. I know that that's like a real, I feel like this is going to bring up one of those things where it's a Facebook post argument of, yes, you can, no, you can't, blah, 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 blah. The whole matching ahead of time and traveling with it, I'm trying to find... The actual well, wording at the for end that, of the like at the end of the day, like it it comes down to risk mitigation. We'll never match something and then travel to the site. But what we have done is match things at the site. We allocate and specifically try to give ourselves more time prior to shoot day to get to the shoot site. And then setup starts at the site because then at that point you're officially in setup. Now that does limit, like it, it makes my setup a little more tedious and you know just hardcore because in a bad way because you're you know that prep isn't done before you get there, right? You know it's not, but I'm just not comfortable right. with matching yeah. stuff and then traveling. It's like not wearing a seatbelt. You're fine till you're not. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, but it goes to that rule. Like I just found it. It's, um, but this has to do with display fireworks. Obviously it's the same if it's cause it's non-commerce for us, but it'd be, uh, fireworks with electronic matches attached shall only be transported from a firework manufacturer or display operators facility to the fireworks display site or to an approved storage, uh, shipment to display site. Yeah. So and it it goes to, you know, traveling with match stuff. Obviously, be smart about it. Like like Jamie said, don't match your shells and things like that. Anything that they could, you know, a thirty millimeter comet goes off. Yeah, it's going to go off. It might burn something else. It might not, kind of thing. Right. But it's no different than you know your flames, your thirty second gerbs. That thing's going to burn for a minute, and mm-hmm. they come with uh, the igniters in them already. And they travel all over them, you know? So yeah, it's one of those, this is touchy because I know that people are like, I never kind of thing. And then there's people that, that do do it. Spacers and, or no spacers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <'Cause> they, <laughs> just be smart, I guess, with what you match before you get there kind of thing. If you mitigate risk well and you're cognizant of your situation and what you're doing and you're doing everything that you can to exhaust all means that you can to be safe, um, you know, then you're going to wind, I think you'll wind up in a, a spot that's comfortable 
that you're comfortable with as far you know as this pertains to consumer fireworks yeah and i guess within who you're working with too i mean if you have someone new maybe keep them a little more occupied in something else or you know watch them a lot more or have some kind of plan for that what's 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 harry doing over there well <laughs> uh he's enjoying a cigarette while unboxing those 9 volts in front of the open trailer with pre-matched stuff. In it. Okay, for a minute, I'm like smoking a cigarette. Opening where's he going with that's this? Okay, yeah, I was where's, so yeah, lost where's there for a second. Like, where's he going with this? Cigarettes can't conduct electricity, though. Um, okay, uh, thank you for the wonderful two calls, and I will look and see if I can uh, extend the amount of time. That's probably a double-edged sword, extending the amount of time <laughs> yeah. that I give people on the voicemails. But to him as well, hopefully when you hear this, uh, it, did we answer everything correctly? Yeah, that was a great question. Or, you know, great question. Like and I'm proud. I feel proud of us personally because, um, you know, I really feel I was like hanging on every word. I'm like, oh, God, this is a, this is a good one. I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> yeah. But again, these are just our opinions. Everyone yeah. has yep. their own. Totally. No sleeves here. Oh, hey, man. guys. Yeah. Happy New Year. Time to get uh, planning and moving forward with 2024, huh? Question for you. I got a six or even a 12-shot slice, and I want to shoot 12 individual tubes at different times during the show. Can I just put an E-match into each one of those tubes separately, or do I need to break it apart and put it into my beautiful, fantastic, crafted uh, Craigco rack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or can I just uh, put it in a slice holder and individually fire them one at a time? Also, let's start talking about hand light for all us thump junkies at Sky Wars. All right, guys. See ya. Yeah, let's revolt. Okay. Yeah, you definitely put him up to that. No, well, so Doug, the easy answer to your question is, is yes. AJ, yeah, right. You do you say, yeah, you want, I want to do that, and then you hand it to AJ. What does <laughs> that make mean? It happen. <laughs> As far as taking the slice apart, uh, I just hope he finds you a slice. That, I hope he finds you a slice that has like 780 shots in it. <laughs> it would be like that scene in uh, Christmas Vacation. Shoot cake one Clark, time, yeah, Jason. Clark hands uh, Russ the old ball of Christmas lights. A little knot here. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? For anybody that's new and listening to this, I guess you just, yeah, you got to pull the roll fuse on, on it though. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it either way. It depends on the the way the slice is put together. Some of them are simple to get to the road fuse and, you know, punch in a new match. Some of them you got to completely disassemble and reassemble or put it in those beautifully handcrafted made in America Craco racks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way it works. They're yeah. only beautiful unless Bo gets a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> then they up. And they take on their fair Boat share up. of character. And you, but I, I, I will be the first to admit that no one has any problem IDing my racks on a shoot site. I think Rick, Rick, that's uh, definitely Bo. Richard's got the prettiest racks in the market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, same same ordeal. Like you, you, if you see an effect. Um, that you want to pull out, it, it would suck if the only effect that you want to pull out just happens to be the shot right in the middle. Um, <laughs> but beyond that, like if, if you dig 
the effects and you want to really get creative with it, then yeah, you know, I same uh, same line of thinking, right? You pull it apart, get to know the uh, the fusing on the cake, and then I personally, I'm not a big fan of like try, trying to re-engineer what was already torn apart. Usually if I'm going to take something apart, then it's going into a Craco rack. And that's just because that's like path of least resistance. True. Hmm. What do you mean? I put them up at that. <laughs> that's not what I told. <laughs> What's that? What do you mean? I put them up to that. I was confused by that. Oh, because I did not peg, uh, Doug to ask that question. Oh, I didn't. I, I I'm seriously, like, I'm like, he asked that was, question. Hey. I'm like, man. Actually, um, he's the one that reminded me of what we said on our last one. And that's what yeah. I told you. He was like, um, oh, he's like, uh, well, you guys are recording. You didn't, uh, you didn't put up, um, a post to let everybody know. And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot. We said we were going to do that. Yeah. Ahead of time. <laughs> what Doug should have said was, Hey guys, I got a question for you and I'd like you to answer very specifically. Then I would know he's reading. <laughs> All right. Uh... Guys, there's so much knowledge in here. Ready, 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 and Did we got this. Uh, we got he this. Said he likes about, doing it. <laughs> does he? Does he? I tell you what, he's. No, I, I, I like, said me. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Is that what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I like how he's seemingly really getting into the different intricacies of not just scripted shows, but just like it's taking something and changing it to make it something out of it. He's he's huge into the traditional shells and does an awesome, amazing job of you know splitting that stuff on a shoot site to to really put up a full picture. But it's really cool to watch him kind of get into the stuff that either you know fills out the lower level, fills out the ground level, fills out the mid level, the stuff that you know can can take those and and add a lot of context and perspective to um, what's going on in the high level. So it's really cool to see. I enjoy he sends me music too. When you got to do the music, why why are you being such a dick? Just do his music that he wants. What are you talking about? So if he wants to do the songs, you just do the songs that Doug wants to do, and then you just I just said he don't sends give him me any music. Lip. A guy it? that has uh, you know twenty four inch pythons, you don't give that kind of man lip <laughs> yeah. about what. Music Actually, he, wants to he sent me one, but I and this is exactly what I said to him. I said, uh, I wonder if Bo can do something with the end of this because. <laughs> I need it needs something to make it, you know, have a finale kind of ending. <laughs> so yeah, I got some work for you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just what I was looking for. <laughs> hey, open your mouth, man. <laughs> cool. Guys, it's it's good to be back. Oh yeah. This is gonna be enjoyable. I feel like I don't know. I feel better already about the season. Just with this. Let's hope everything goes smoothly. <laughs> cool. I can't wait to feel better about the season too. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Once the rest of the content schedule gets nailed down, then I'll feel real good. All right. That it. Uh, you guys got anything else? Nope. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Yeah. Just stop talking about it. Are you going to Valheim now? 
Discord. Mm, Discord time. Oh, I got, yeah, Discord time. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs>